Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Well, hello and welcome. Can you believe it's been a whole week since I actually launched my first podcast and did episode number one. And here I am doing episode number two. So thank you if you you tuned in. Look at me like I was still on the wireless. No, I'm really grateful. Thank you so much if you've actually had a listen to my first podcast ever. And, um, And even more so... Thank you if you reached out. Reach out, reach out. Honestly, do you know what, right? This is just going to be my favourite word from here on. Well, it's phrase from here on. Reach out, reach out. I've had a lot of people reach out to me. It's, it's almost slightly pastor-like, isn't it? <laughs> like reverend. I quite enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I have had, uh, I've had a lot of piss-taking friends and I actually love you for it, saying, hey, I'm reaching out to you, Sal. And um, yeah, and then actually I had a genuine email from somebody who said, hi, Sally, I'd just like to reach out. <laughs> Which made me laugh and I thought, you fool, if only you'd listened to episode number one, I think you would rethink those words, my friend. <laughs> but yeah, no, I am. I am so grateful uh, for everybody who sent me a message. I said that they'd listened to the first episode um, and that they were looking forward to the second one because I'm not going to lie, like I mentioned uh, in my first podcast, I was completely on the fence about doing this. And it, uh, I've said this already, it was a whole mix of emotions. So to actually sit down and do a second one, yeah, I, uh, I I really, really am so grateful for all the encouragement because here I am and uh, I'm absolutely loving it. And do you know what? I've had some cracking messages this week from, oh my God, people who I've not seen for 20 plus years, people I went to school with, um, I used to work, oh my God, I used to work at Walt Disney World in Florida. I'll have to do a whole podcast about that because that was one of the best experiences of my life over 20 years ago. But um, it's one of those things that when you do it, the friends that you make when you're there, it's like an in-joke thing. So it's almost like, yeah, well, you wouldn't get it because you weren't there. So you, yeah, did you work at Disney? No, you weren't there, so you wouldn't get this. But it's it's very strange because there was like a huge group of us that worked together and we all got on. It was, it was, yeah, it was really weird. It was really weird. But I have to say thank you to my Disney friends who've messaged me as well. Um, all my MILF friends, my MILF and Yummy Mummy and Geriatric Mummy friends also. Um, yeah, I've had some really fantastic, uh, messages. I've connected. Oh, one of my other favorite words. I've reconnected with a lot of friends. Um, and it's been a great week. I've had a really good week. I hope you've had a really good week too. One of the messages that I got, oh my God, I have to share this with you. It made me piss myself so much and she won't mind me sharing it at all. So since I've had Roman, I have uh, met so many mums and it, this is, if you don't have kids yet, 
don't worry about it because if you do want them, you'll go through this as well. If you don't want them, it's fine because you might meet other dog mums or other cat mums or just other people that are just a little bit wacky like you. And this is why I'm so grateful for my my milfy mum friends. And um, this is before I went back to work. I was taking Roman to the gym three times a week. I know you'd think I should be ripped, but clearly I'm not. Um, We used to go swimming and I really want Roman. That's the one thing. I'm not a pushy mum, but I want Roman to be a good swimmer. So we used to go swimming three times a week and he loves the water. Uh, so when I was getting changed one day, uh, like, when, oh, let's be honest, you're getting changed in the changing rooms. Once you've had a child and had 17 people look up your vagina, uh, you don't really give a shit. So I'm sort of changing jugs are out, everything's out. Um, and oh, to top it off, I went through IVF. So I've probably had actually about 37 people look up my vagina. So ooh, that's another story in itself. I'll have to do another show on that. Anyway, whilst my big boobs are hanging out, there's another lady getting changed in front of me who also had a cracking set of norks. And she's got a little boy. I've got a little boy. We got chatting. And then before you know it, this MILF's become such a good friend and I love her to pieces. Her name is Lizzie and she absolutely cracks me up. She is pregnant at the moment as well and due to drop next month. But she sent me the best message. I have to tell you this. This is so funny. She sent me this message saying, um, right, oh, congrats on your podcast. I, I won't bore you with that stuff because clearly that's just bigging myself up oh do you know what I will oh she loves you me no it's okay <laughs> imagine if I was that much of a self-centered shit be like oh fuck off Sally uh, right she's put here Sally I've got to tell you something that fag machine in the club story has given me flashbacks okay so all I mentioned last week was about oh do you know what bollocks go and listen to it right so this she's put the fag machine story has given me flashbacks she's put I remember going into a club in Southampton I used to live near Southampton I bet it was a rough one she's put when I was at uni and I used to do the same thing get a packet of fags out the fag machine so I remember I think she was pissed at this point she's put a friend and I had gone up to the machine and we started putting change in it and then we started pressing all the buttons then it started asking us strange questions like what size she said we didn't really know what we were doing yeah they were shit-faced um she said so we pressed number three and this is brilliant she's put and i shit you not out came a pair of size three plimasols <laughs> fucking shoe machine in a nightclub she's very it was rolled up in a little egg like what you find in a kinder egg but it was an actual pair of shoes size three she's put who even who even has size three feet over 19 in a nightclub she's put me and my mate were so drunk but i've never seen one of those and this is so true i've never seen one of those machines she said it was right next to the fag machine and she thought basically she's getting herself a packet of mobilites and she got herself a pair of size three shoes (laughs) you should be so pissed off if those were your last pound coins but imagine you're like mmm because you only used to get like eight fags in those packets anyway didn't you you'd be like oh great me eight more lights are coming next minute you get a fucking kinder egg it's not even got a teeny terrapin in it it's got a pair of size three plimasoles <laughs> do you know what i ended up going onto the internet to see if those machines actually exist and they do i i honestly can't even believe that i have never in all the years that i used to go out and socialize um because that's what i used to do let's say i used to go out dancing I have never in my life seen uh, a, a shoe machine in a nightclub, which I, I just want to know. Seriously, if you've ever seen one, or you still know that if they exist today or not, my God, you'll have to let me know because it's just fantastic. But I, I can see why they do it, though, because, you know, at the end of a night, bloody hell, your stilettos would be killing you. Now, I don't drink anymore, and that's because I don't want to. It's like it was a lot of people go, oh, I can't believe you don't drink. Well, 
do you know what? It was a conscious decision. And the older you get, I just can't handle the hangovers. I just can't. And I don't enjoy it. And I think when you go out and you're sober and you see everybody completely pissed, it sort of gives you a bit of a different look on things. You're like, all right, okay, that's probably what I look like then, is it? Yeah, that is definitely me. So don't get me wrong. I had a wild time in my 20s and I am so glad that I did because I did. Um, yeah, I used to, I used to, oh my God, I used to go out three nights in a row, get absolutely pissed. Like I said, I've never done drugs, never done drugs. It was just booze and fags and that was it. So I just used to go out and like literally drinking, go dancing. That was it, dancing. I used to go just clubbing with my friend, just go dancing all night, then take your shoes off, walk to the chippy, get some food, go home, get up in the morning, go to work and then go out again and do exactly the same thing. I could not even do that now. I just couldn't do it now. I'd be having beer sweats, all sorts of, oh, just sort of, sorts of, I wouldn't be able to sleep. It's weird. It's really weird. The older you get, you just can't handle it at all. But it's, it's so funny though, because when I was in my twenties, you realise just how resourceful we are as women. And this is so true. So you'd go out with the smallest clutch bag in the world that you used to have. And I used to go out in like the nineties and the noughties. Okay. So it's like my small clutch bag. But then on top of that, your bra was like your other bag. And this is new shit, right? <laughs> and you're probably sat there right now going, yes, Sally. Yes. Right, your bra was like your spare emergency bag. So you'd have like a clutch bag or sometimes, you know what? Fuck it, you don't have a clutch bag. Just take the bra, but wear a padded one so that nobody can see your keys, your your lighter, your chewing gum and your lipstick that's literally wedged inside your bra so that you can dance all night. It's so true. It's like thinking of it now. I've got a vision of myself. It's so true. It's so, so true. It's like going out back then was a big deal and they would come off it there was nothing better than slapping your music on with your girlfriends and then getting ready to have a bottle of whatever it was in the house or it's probably something really classy like reef or <laughs> oh, oh my god what was that thing hooch a bit of diamond white before you went out and then you'd you know, be getting yourself ready and then you'd stack your bra up which is what exactly what we used to do used to stack your bra up and then just go out all night it was, it was fantastic it was do you know what that is amazing I used to absolutely love it and it was so easy to go out as well in the noughties because he didn't really make, well, he did make an effort. Do you know when I look back now, I was making an effort, a massive effort, but makeup was totally different back then. So there was no contouring or uh, making sure that your false eyelashes were on. It literally just was shave your legs, uh, like with your foot on the bog in the bathroom. Well, do you know what I'm going out about shaving my legs? Quickly get the hot tap running on the sink and then just shave your legs in the bathroom with your leg cocked up. Then you'd literally slap a bit of foundation on and loads, shit loads of mascara, a bit of lip liner and then pluck the crap out your eyebrows. So they would just look like little sperms. And, and we're off. My God, no wonder I was single for such a long time in my 20s. I must have looked like a hot mess. <laughs> it was great. Oh, do you know, there was a part of my radio career where I lived in Newcastle-upon-Tyne for about three years. And I don't know if you've ever been there before, but it was three of the best years of my life. Um, honestly, I absolutely loved it. I love the people. I love the culture. I love the accent and I love the colloquialisms as well. Like... I had to pick up on so much Geordie slang to actually understand what was going on. It was just fantastic. And the word canny can literally be used for everything. Like, it's just one of those words. But, yeah, it was just superb. And there was a, a wonderful 
girl I met up up there and do you know what we're still friends today and I adore her so much she's a bit younger than me and she actually bought my first property in Newcastle and she was my next door neighbour and her dad god bless him he's not around anymore but he was just wonderful and he always used to look out for me as well so Kaylee and Amy's and Kaylee and I used to go out we used to go out on the piss we used to go we used to go dancing um and it was hilarious I'll never forget this this is one of the funniest nights out ever and it was freezing and I mean no shit it was literally like your nipples were so erect you could you could almost etch glass with them that's how that's how cold it was it was freezing and but I had still had stilettos on mini skirt little top and I had this really nice duffel coat at the time it was huge it was really sexy you know the one with like the orange the inside of the hood's orange and it's got like the big fur rim yeah it was well sexy so I've got that on and then all my nightclub kit and my beautiful sperm eyebrows on and I'm heading out the door and she was literally my neighbour so we're waiting for the taxi got it all timed perfectly and she was like Sally man what the fuck is I wearing a court for I went, because it's bloody freezing. And, and no word of a lie, she stood there with no coat on. I'm like, Kayleigh, do you need to get a coat? She's like, Sally, nobody wears a coat in Newcastle. And nobody does wear a coat in Newcastle. We literally got onto the big market and no girl anywhere has got a coat on at all. And it was like, oh my God, this is, I, I feel quite stupid, but I'm not taking my coat off because I'm absolutely fucking freezing. And I remember we went into this nightclub. It was very classy, of course. I only ever went to the best establishments. Um, like your feet stick to the, the, the carpet when you're in there, that sort of thing. And you can probably find somebody bonking in the bog somewhere. Oh, never mind me. Do you have any toilet paper? <laughs> Pass it under. <laughs> Anyway, I remember putting my coat in the cloakroom and, you know, you used to get like a raffle ticket or something like that, didn't you? There you go, love. Is that your quarter? <laughs> Silly cow. Putting it up for me. And then um, it gave me a ticket and I, I obviously got far too drunk that at some point I've obviously dropped the ticket out of my bra, which I clearly could carry my shopping home. And I was like, oh my God, my bra bag is burst and I can't find my fucking ticket for my coat so I'll never forget this I remember going up to the cloakroom and I went I'm so sorry I'm so sorry obviously you must have thought, you, 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 you fucking weirdo um but I seem to have lost my ticket you know like when you're a bit drunk you're like bleh, 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 bleh. Uh, my mascara is probably running down my face I've got no shoes on because they're in my hand oh god where's that fag machine shoe machine when you need it <laughs> So there I am going, oh, I'm so sorry, I, I've lost my ticket and I really need my coat. Um, it's It's got an orange inside hood and it's fur. I'm a different worry, love. It's the only fucking coat in here. There she gone. <laughs> you must have thought, what a fucking wimp. <laughs> Southerner. Mine was the only coat in the cloakroom out of all these hundreds and thousands, well, not thousands, but hundreds and hundreds of people in this nightclub. And I'm the tit that turned up with a coat. It was still, oh my God, still one of the best nights out I can ever remember. God, it was so much fun. Do you know what? There's so many stories I can actually tell you about Newcastle. Um, but I could honestly just go on and on about it forever. Um, it was just amazing. And I think every now and again, you kind of... You, you 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 go and stay at a place. I don't know. Maybe you haven't ever been away from home. But me, I I did like to move around quite a bit. I was at one point like the littlest hobo. I just had like fifteen addresses. I think I had in a space of ten years. But that's because with radio, you just go wherever the gig is, and that's exactly what I did. But yeah, that's one of um one of the fondest memories I've got. And do you know what? On reflection, I used to love going out. I really did. It was so much fun. Just go. And when I say that, I mean just going out for a laugh with the girls, going out and dancing all night to the point where your feet are absolutely killing you and then straight after that you'd go to the chippy and you had a favorite place to go to and oh I've got to tell you this in Newcastle the delicacy is cheesy chips 
and gravy. Oh my God, it's amazing. Right now you're either going, mmm, or No, honestly, bear with me. It was delicious. You would have your chips, right? Then you would get your gravy and then you get cheese sprinkled on top and it would melt into the gravy. And it was one of the best. Oh, when you've obviously need to, it's like sober up food. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. And then you'd literally just get a taxi home straight after that. You'd have your cheesy chips and gravy and then you'd go home. But it's, it, there's different everywhere, isn't it? Like I've, um, I, I, when I used to live in Manchester, my, uh, my hairdresser was amazing. Um, and she used to live in Bolton. And she told me that the delicacy in Bolton, I think I've got this right, is chips, beans, and cheese, che- ch- chips, beans, and cheese. I think, and then oh my God, as well in the northeast, there's a thing that you can get called a parmo. Have you ever heard of that? Oh my lord, it's like a cheese overload, which you shouldn't really have too much cheese before you go to bed, apparently, because you get nightmares. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it was a nightmare waking up every morning after a night out when you've still got your shoes on. You're like, where the fuck? Why have I got my clothes on still? Where's the cat? <laughs> I've not lost them now. Do you know, I'm absolutely crying. My eyes are streaming just thinking about that. There is so many stories I can tell you. Um, I actually wouldn't even know where to stop. So yeah, just prepare yourself. There's going to be more than two podcasts, you know, in this. <laughs> I <laughs> When I get into the swing of things, I probably won't be able to stop. My plan is to do one podcast a week, but I'll tell you what, at this rate, I've just got so much to talk about. I could probably end up doing two of them, to be honest with you. So <laughs> watch this space. But um Oh, let me just compose myself. I've literally had a full-on giggling fit just then. I tell you what, though, I I used to love going out and having, like, innocent fun. That's what it was. It was just having a laugh with friends, going dancing. Oh, my God, some of the best house music was in, like, the noughties and the 90s. And it was just such a good time. It was brilliant. But I'm not going to lie, there was a little bit of mischief with it as well. And now, as a parent, I... Do you know what? I used to say this before I had Roman, to be honest with you. And I would say things like, oh, there is no way my kids are ever going to know anything that I've ever done. And my children certainly won't behave like this. (laughs) Dream on, Sally. It's true. It's true. Do you do that? Do you find yourself saying that? My children certainly won't know what I did when I was younger and they certainly won't be doing the same. No chance. There is not. I mean, good God, when I say like this it's innocent don't get me wrong it was innocent fun like a little bit of tomfoolery there was a few there's a few things that I probably will never talk about on this podcast but well like once there was a where I used to live in the south and I grew up I remember coming back home from uni and going out with my best mate and then um, there was a, a lot of roadworks going on so I ended up sitting on a digger but whoever it was had left the keys in it so I turned it on <laughs> Luckily, there was a very handsome policeman who came over and went, I don't think you're allowed on that, are you? And went, no. (laughs) At the time, though, my classy level was through the roof because I was drinking 2020 from the off licence before I went out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Was that stuff called Mad Dog? Was it actually called Mad Dog 2020? And I think it was... What was it? It was like strawberry in kiwi. And it was the one beverage that when you actually drank it, it was the same colour when it came back up again. (laughs) It was horrendous. (laughs) Yes, but as you can imagine, Roman will never, ever be doing anything like that, like his mother. And quite frankly, he'll never know about any of my antiques either. My life is so different now, but actually I love it. I absolutely love it. I really do. I love being a mum. It's great. It took me a really long time to have Roman. Um, I tried for Roman for about five years and it was tough, really tough. God, do you know what? I am going to do a podcast on IVF um, because 
I just feel like there's not enough people that talk about it. And it's something that I went through twice to get Roman. In fact, I've already had another round of IVF and it's not worked because I'm trying for a second one. Um, and um, I'm probably, um, well, I am. I am going to have another round of IVF. So because I would like Roman to have a brother or a sister. And if I can do it, I'm, I'm going to try. I know I'm 43. But do you know what? I don't feel 43. Well, I'm actually fitter and healthier now than what I was when I was 23 drinking Mad Dog 2020. So, yeah, I, I, I will actually do a couple, quite a few podcasts on IVF because I just feel like sometimes if you are somebody who is going through it or, you know, it, whether it's IVF or ICSI or whatever it is, it's, it's quite lonely, you know. It is pretty lonely. And I did, I did the whole thing by myself. Um, and, uh, and it can be really, it can really take its toll on your relationship too. So yeah, our evenings are pretty different now. We, um, well, to be honest with you, Roman doesn't sleep. It's like having a child that's part vampire. So he stays up most of the night and oh my God, I've got to tell you this. So he, um, he, he, he's not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Roe didn't grow hair. Uh, straight away so he was a bit of a baldy baby but I loved that he was a really cute little baldy baby and then when he started to grow hair it only started to grow on the left hand side of his head and it was like a tuft like a small tuft and I I was like oh I'm going to let it grow long and so he can have these beautiful cherub like locks no it didn't he just looked like he had a mullet on the left hand side of his head and it actually looked like I'd cut the right hand side and left the left so I took him to get his hair cut when he was 12 months old just to sort out the left hand side of the mullet right and he was fine. He sat in this little chair. He had my iPhone. He was watching Hey Dougie. Oh, Hey Dougie is amazing. I literally, I find it hilarious. So he's watching Hey Dougie and this um, lady cut his hair and it was perfect. So second time he went to my hairdresser, Stacey, and she was great with him. She got him all cut again with scissors, chopped his hair off and it was absolutely brilliant. Then Stacey was busy. I can't remember what happened. And I ended up taking to the barber's. Oh, I would slap, just slapped myself in the face then. Honestly, fuck me. It's the worst thing I've ever done. I, I I don't have many regrets in life, but I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. He's traumatised now. He's absolutely traumatised. This guy used clippers on him. Oh my God, Roman was screaming. I was going, no, oh, he's fine. He's fine. You're okay, Roman. You're okay. Like you do. I shouldn't have held on to him. He hated it. He absolutely hated it. And now he's petrified of going to the hairdressers. And I mean petrified. He hates it. Anything's touching his hair. He goes absolutely ballistic. So Stacey, who is my hairdresser, and oh my God, I love her so, so much. She's so cool. And she's so patient with Roman as well. Um, every time I go and get my hair done now, he sits there and she sort of strokes his hair with a comb and she's slowly but surely getting back into it. But he won't let you go around his ears. So the only way that I can sort of trim his ears, otherwise he, he is starting to... <laughs> He's start, he's, he is starting to look slightly hobbit-like if he's not careful. So when he's asleep, no shit. I have a headlamp, right? One of those head torches that, like that mechanics use. I put my headlamp on, my head torch. Um, I go with my scissors. I go with my torch. I go into his bedroom. I put it on the lowest light ever. And I cut his hair in his sleep. <laughs> Don't believe me? Go and have a look on my social media, on my Instagram, on my Facebook and see the picture of me with a head torch on and my scissors. And that's exactly what I have to do in an evening at the moment. I sort of do it kind of not every night because he he starts flicking his ears and he obviously knows that something's going on. But I'm just trimming around the ears to try and just get rid of the, the ear mullets that seem to have created. I'm sure that in like in the next few months, he's going to be fine and he's going to grow out of this because he's three next month. But at the moment, yeah, it's not happening. Can't cope with the sound of clippers 
colours um, and he just does not want to have his hair cut. So this is my, my evening activity, uh, you know, far from the uh, years of eating cheesy chips and gravy, dancing in a nightclub and vomiting up Mad Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now cutting a toddler's hair with a head torch on. <laughs> And do you know what? I fucking love it. I love everything. I love all the sleepless nights. I love the fact that I have pseudocrem on nearly all of my clothes. Oh my God. I'm actually thinking about bringing up my own bloody clothing range, to be fair, with pseudocrem just on it straight away. So yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, it is literally the best time, but it's, it's, it's just one of those things. It's one of those things you have to do. It's just one of those things you have to do. And you've probably done it yourself as well. And quite frankly, and when he's 18, if he looks a mess, I'll be going in there still into his room and trimming his fucking hair with a head torch on. <laughs> oh, pushy mothers. Don't you just love them? Right, I need to go and get myself a cup of tea. Can you believe I've sat down for a good half an hour to do my podcast and I've completely forgot to bring myself a beverage? What an absolute tit. Um, plus, I'm so hot. I've literally laughed so much to myself. <laughs> what a sad bitch. No, but seriously, I have. I've laughed so much. I've literally had a hot flush. I'm going to have to strip off in a minute. Strip off in a minute and open a window. <laughs> Over the joys. <laughs> Do you know what, though? Oh, I tell you what, this is, it, 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 as you get older, this is, I'm sure this is as you get older, you just have these moments where, um, I don't know if you do this or not, but I sleep in bed socks, right? And I, I've always slept in bed socks. They're just so bloody comfortable. And I've been told, this is by a very reputable, I'd like to say, acupuncturist. She's incredible, this woman that I've met, that your feet being warm is very good for fertility as well especially if you're trying for a baby okay so there's a good tip there if you're if you're trying for a baby uh, so keep your feet warm so i sleep in bed socks at night but then if the heating kicks in in our place cause honestly the heating for some reason you put it on one temperature and it's got like a, it's got a mind of its own and, and it just suddenly ramps up in the middle of the night and i'm like twisting and turning and i literally am the worst person to sleep with anyway i'm like arms and legs everywhere i'll start taking my bed socks off in my sleep <laughs> and then just kick the shit out of my husband he's like oh hey, who's that who's there <laughs> it's like me i'm hot get my bed socks off <laughs> he, he probably thinks that's an invitation oh, i did say my knickers my bed socks are fuck's sake <laughs> it is a sexy life i'm telling you that now hit your 40s it gets even sexier ladies right i'm gonna go and get myself a cup of tea Thank you so much for listening to my podcast once again. Um, episode number two done. Oh, do you know what? I'm enjoying this. Please feel free to find me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Let me know if you've enjoyed it. Tell me what you think about it. If you can relate, especially with some cheesy chips and gravy. I'd love to hear yours. Um, and then you can find me also on Facebook. Again, it's Sally Wallace. It's a page. Um, but then the URL is um, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you soon for more milfy naughty behaviour and tomfoolery that your children will never know about and they certainly will never do thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast find me on instagram and facebook at adventures of a geriatric mum where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends after all sharing is caring and you and i are best friends now